You put your all into delivering quality and value on time. And when your customer doesn't pay, it doesn't just hurt your feelings. It hurts your business. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect overdue receivables fast and treat your customers with respect. Go to MetCredit.com to get started. MetCredit, we get it. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. Brought to you by MetCredit. This is Overdue Advice. I'm Andrea Schwabi. Every two years, the Credit Institute of Canada hosts the National Credit Conference. It might come as a surprise that issues around credit and debt collection are constantly evolving. As financial institutions create new financial products and services, they also need to decide on policies and procedures that protect their investments. That's where the Credit Institute of Canada comes in. With a mandate that includes sharing expertise in maximizing receivables and minimizing risk, the National Credit Conference is a goldmine of new information and ideas if you're dealing with issues around receivables. David Hopkins is VP of Business Development for MetCredit. He's also a member of both the Prairie and National Boards of the Credit Institute. Dave was in Niagara Falls for the conference. Welcome back to the studio, Dave. Thanks very much. And so you were in Niagara Falls at the National Credit Institute Conference. Tell me about that. That is correct. It's the uh, Credit uh, Institute of Canada right. National and wh- Conference. What, what does the CIC do? Well, the Credit Institute is a professional association for credit professionals, and it provides credit professional curriculum to anyone who's in that line of work. So... Up, upgrading your skills, your knowledge base, and all that kind of stuff. Yes, and you can also obtain what's called a certified credit professional or your CCP designation, hmm. which means that you would be then uh, qualified to be a credit manager in any financial institution, company, corporation, whatever it may be. Whenever you're in a credit department, you're granting credit out right. and having a CCP designation um, um, uh, speaks volumes. Any designation. Is always helpful, hey? Yeah, that's very true, especially in this in, in, in this line of work. Now, you can get, if you're just even just a collector, yes. you can actually get a designation with your time on the floor. That is okay. correct, yes. We do offer a, uh, a specific designation for collectors. It's called a collections management course, mm-hmm. and it teaches you everything you need to be to be a collector. Wow, that's cool. Um, so how long was the conference? It was three days. Well, it's actually four days. It's uh, two days of instruction with breakout sessions and speakers talking about credit, credit management, collections, that sort of thing. And then another day with some keynote speakers, as well as some activities for all our delegates cool. attending. Yeah, if you're going to Niagara Falls, I mean, you want to have, you know, it's one of the one of the pet peeves I have about going to conferences is they'll they'll put in the book, you know, you can do this and you can do that, but they don't actually really make time for you. And, which, and which, I love yeah. it when they do that. Which I find is uh, a setback. If you want to have a successful conference, yeah. your um, your content in the conference is really key. But it's also you need to have something for a spousal program, as yeah. it were, yep. and also for the delegates to do something fun when uh, all the meetings are over. Well, and it's good gab time because you want to catch up. You'll hear things and then you want that time to sort of digest and ruminate and think about it and talk with others. So. Well, we tagged this uh, conference's uh, fall into the wonders of credit, but we also side-tagged it as uh, networking because it's really important for all our members across Canada, all the delegates and, and, and attendees, that they network. Yeah, cool. Now, one of, one of the uh, keynote speakers uh, is a fairly well-known person in Canada, Michael Pinball Clemens. 
You bet. So uh, what did he talk about? Well, he was very good. He was our uh, first speaker for the first day, keynote speaker. And he came out and talked about uh, how important teamwork is is to your company. Now, of course, he comes from teamwork, from football, so right. he certainly knows what he's talking about. But he, he also had a, a lot of um, uh, conversations with people. Well, he'd come out into the audience. He would talk with us. He would uh, kind of show us a lot of what it's like to not only network with your clients and your customers, but also how to react with each other. Mm-hmm. How it is that when you're in maybe a small enclosed area like an office or cubicles, mm-hmm. how teamwork and uh, how uh, being professional with each other can really work out to your advantage. Cool. Uh, and, I mean, the, so that was the opening keynote, right? Yeah. Okay. So moving sort of on, as I think about a conference, how about the exhibit hall? I always, I'm always looking for, even small conferences, I look forward to the exhibit hall. Well, the exhibit hall actually was uh, laid out very well for this conference. We had a number of sponsors, including Met Credit, that had booths set up. Uh, they were very informative, everyone from credit reporting to credit gathering. Um, we had companies such as uh, Dun & Bradstreet were there explaining their the processes and uh, all the different um, different products that they have. It was very, that's what I like about a really good laid out conference or, or a, a good laid out um, trade show or what we call, this was the exhibitors area, because if it's laid out really well, you don't really have a lot of the same type of companies. Mm-hmm. You can go down, have a conversation with everyone. You can learn everything you need to do. A note about finances, about credit reporting, about collections and continue on. Was so, there anything sort of new and surprising in the exhibit area? Anybody that kind of made you go, huh? Well, actually, yes. The Credit Institute itself had its own booth for the, for one of the first times at an national oh. conference, which was good because a lot of people don't know what the Credit Institute of Canada is and how it can help your company and your credit department or your collections department. So it was actually really good for them to be out there, to be talking to everybody, because sure, you're hosting the conference. Mm-hmm. But when it comes right down to it, what really does the Credit Institute do? So when you came in, you'd have a conversation, and now you can reach out to us if you have any questions about how the Credit Institute can uh, perhaps help you going forward. Right. Um, breakout sessions. So there's always breakout sessions, and, and because it's an educational conference, there's a lot of that. First of all, how many people were at the conference? We had an attendance of about 350 people in all. Oh, that's not too bad. Which was a really good turnout. Was it mostly Ontario, or was it... No, it was from right across Canada, from every province. To break it right down, it was prob- it's hard really to say because we haven't really looked at the numbers yet. But I would say it was an equal percentage from right across the country. Oh, cool. Um, the breakout sessions. So I, I made a little list of some of the ones that were interesting. You have a couple you want to talk about. But corporate culture is competitive advantage. Construction, liens act, and prompt payment legislation. Cash flow management. Report on fraud activities by the RCMP, which must have been interesting. It was. And then uh, NAFTA, USMCA, uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning, like not light sort of easy stuff. And then the two that you're interested in, one was bankruptcy and cryptocurrency, and the other one was social media and collections. So let's talk about the, the social media and collections first. Well, the social media and collections is really important, especially to our industry, because that's exactly what we do. And we're finding that social media is so much more important now with trying to find 
mm-hmm. the, the individuals and also trying to get a hold of the individuals. So it's nice to be to have someone to do a breakout session and talk about this and let everyone, let all of us know who don't know this already, because mm-hmm. of course, Matt's been doing it for some time, but to let all the credit managers in particular know that there are other ways that you can connect with your customers. Email and phone calls may not be working anymore, right. but the social media works really great. You could text someone mm-hmm. and get a hold of them and get their attention and find out why you're not getting paid. So social media in collections are going hand in hand. Now, you're allowed to only talk to someone or call someone twice a week, correct? Well, I'm not sure who told you that. Oh, is it two or three a week? No, there's, there's, so the, there's the initial calls. There, you're allowed to make allowed, an initial yeah. call. Yeah, there, there's laws, provincial and federal laws, right. that prevent collection agencies from doing a number of things. Right. One of them is, make, is how many calls you make in a day. Uh, the other one is the times of the day that you call. Now, right. So how does social media tie into that? Well, because you're is um, that's a very good question. I'm not sure I can answer that. Yeah, that, that's what I'm really curious uh, no, about. No, because they didn't talk about that. Yeah, okay. But for Alberta, every province would have its own legislation for that. Mm-hmm. So that's why they didn't touch on it. I'm actually guessing there isn't any legislation no, on that because everybody is so far yeah. behind. We can know? text you as many times as we want. Yeah. But as far as phone calls, right. So I'd have to check with our okay. legal team about. Yeah. That. No, but, I mean that's that's one of those interesting ones. But so they, they didn't touch on it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised, yeah, yeah. and I'm guessing they didn't yeah. because there probably isn't legislation. I mean, no. we don't have anything to govern basically everything right now anyway other than antiquated privacy laws. But the, another one I want, I did want to bring up, mm-hmm. if I could, is yeah, the fact absolutely. that – because going back, I know I want to touch on two, mm-hmm. but the the, the uh, presentation that was put on by the RCMP about fraud, of yeah, course, let's hear everyone's this. always really worried about that. Right. And especially when you're in the business community and you're a credit grantor. You're a credit manager. You're out there saying, okay, yes, I'm going to grant all this credit to you. You have to be really careful what you do. I mean, we read about it and we hear about it every day about how you get taken advantage of, of a company that doesn't even exist. So the RCMP was going through just about every possible scenario that could hit you Hmm. as a company or even as an individual sitting at home on your own computer. How can you prevent these things from happening? And they had a whole list of items that we have to be careful uh, in business and in our personal life. Was there anything that was surprising to you that was sort no, of news? It, no? no, because at MetCredit, it's something that we we uh, really pride ourselves on. We right. continue to keep up with all the latest um, uh, fraud practices, mm-hmm. which keeps us right in the game, which is great. Um, and, and uh, I, yeah, nothing was new to me. But they... I bet it was, it was new to a lot of people. The single biggest cause of bad debt write-offs is procrastination. With every day you wait, the chances of ever getting paid go down. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect business receivables fast. And if we don't succeed, you don't pay. Go to MetCredit.com and stop waiting for money you deserve. MetCredit, we get it. Did they? T- I'm not surprised because yeah. I mean, fraud is changing. I mean, you've got cryptocurrency. I mean, they're they're yeah, bundling yeah. the ideas of cryptocurrency and bankruptcy together. I mean, cryptocurrency on its own is is getting yeah. complicated, and it's going to be further complicated because now Facebook wants to get into, yeah. you know, having its own currency. But um, bankruptcy and fraud, they they don't. They didn't talk about the same thing because bankruptcy. Oh, sorry, because um, fraud is fraud. Right. Bankruptcy is something else, which is provincial is legislated provovincially, mm-hmm. and uh, we see the bankruptcy rates continue to go up. Oh, they are. Province. So, is yes. that is that a trend nationally? Yes, it is, ah. and that's something that we discussed in one of these breakout sessions. Oh, that's they, interesting because they keep saying the economy is improving. <laughs> yeah, of course they do. 
Right. They want to be as positive, positive as they can. But if you look at the actual numbers, in Alberta, the commercial bankruptcies or corporate bankruptcies have gone up and the consumer bankruptcies have right. also gone up. Now, sure, it's Alberta oil and gas. We get that. But in these breakout sessions, they talked about how it, it's affecting every province, regardless of its oil and gas. In Ontario, the uh, corporate bankruptcies were also up. Huh. Uh, now, maybe the consumer bankruptcies, not as much, but the corporate one. NAFTA. North American Free Trade Agreement. Yeah. So, was there much talk about that, well, or not, the USMCA, or whatever the version? Yeah. That they well, call it. yeah. They 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 only touched on it really um, because it's something that's still not cast in stone. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look today, that the Prime Minister is down visiting with the President of the United States, and they're still trying to ratify the agreement that's in place. So, there weren't very many questions from the floor regarding that because most of the people who attend our conferences are only concerned with what's happening within their province. Mm-hmm. Not many, maybe 3 or 4% of the people who attend these conferences are actually doing trade in the U.S. So it's not going to really affect them too much. It's the Canadian Credit, you know, it's the Credit Institute of Canada. Although there are major corporations and major banks that do attend this conference, as far as um, um, touching on uh, NAFTA and the agreements in the U.S., it wasn't uh, on, on the top of their list. A big theme. Uh, you know, we talked about Pinball Clemens talking about it. Um, a gentleman by the name of Tim Arnold did a piece or a keynote on leadership development and team building. Can you talk about sort of just how the whole team building thing figures in? Because they even, I mean, even some of the breakout sessions were about, you know, corporate culture and using your corporate culture to your advantage as a competitive advantage and those sorts of things. So how did, how did the, the keynote sort of fit into all that? Well, it was one of the major focuses, especially for um, Mr. Arnold, to be mm-hmm. talking about this. And and uh, it was actually very well attended. We had um, a number of questions also came from the floor, which was good for a breakout session. But what he was trying to get across to everyone is the team building is really important. You can't just keep working in your own um, in your own space, in your own um, cubicle, and just think that everything is going to go really well for you. You need to do all this team building. You need to work with the rest of the people on your team, on the projects. When you're all working together, you have a lot of input coming in together. Now, some of it may be good, some of it may be bad. And he talked about how you could take all this different material coming in and how you could separate it out, what you can use, what you don't need to use, how you can work with some of the other teams within your office and ones that you may not have even thought of before that will certainly help you with your different projects and it'll also help you dealing with your customers and your clients. Now, I'm really curious about this because ultimately collections is a pretty solitary sort of activity. I mean, it's a a collector calling a debtor and so there sort of isn't a lot of team work there. So is that really what they're talking about is sort of in this very individual sort of activity that's your job? building that team environment is tough. Well, it can be, yes, especially for what you're talking about in, 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 our, in our scenario, like a collection agency. Mm-hmm. However, they are working in cubicles, but it's always teamwork that gets the results yeah. at the end of the day. Anytime one of our collectors is having any kind of issues or has any questions, they work with someone else within their team, and the team members are always really close around them. Mm-hmm. You can always have someone else listening in on the phone call as well, helping that collector 
along with the call. Well, I mean, credit has a bit of a chain of command because you have a supervisor, then a manager, and then it goes up from there. So if there's an issue, you, you have a way to escalate. And you always want to be able to escalate it because right. if you don't know the answer, and one of the big things that our keynote speaker brought up is he said, never try to come up with an answer. If you don't mm. know the answer, be honest. Yep. Say, listen, I'm going to get right back to you. Then, of course, you go to the next person, the next person. Eventually, you have a whole team coming together to come up with a good answer that your customer or the debtor in this case, or your client will hear, and it'll be the right one. So in all those conversations that you had, did you get golfing? No. You didn't? No, we didn't have a golf tournament. Oh, man. (laughs) It was day rain most of the time anyways. Oh, it worked well, out well a, for us. That's a, yeah, it's but a good, the, the good time to be indoors. I mean, the American Falls and the Horseshoe Falls was was very good. It's always and it's always a busy place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you have a lot of conversations with people. You're chatting all the time. Mm-hmm. What was the thing that you heard most often in those conversations? What's on people's minds in credit in the credit business in Canada? Well, I think one of the big things that uh, I noticed that came uh, to the forefront all the time was not getting paid by customers. They when the economy is not doing very well. They're not getting paid. So even the credit collectors, the debt collectors, see, and I find that so ironic. We've talked about this before. You know, you said that you've collected for companies and then they stiff you on the collection. That's the craziest thing. Well, yeah, and it's something that happens. I mean, It's just such a bad idea. Yeah, it is a bad idea. Like, do you not know who you're working with here? Well, that's very true. But the, the biggest thing, like when you ask me what we're all talking about at a conference like this, I mean, sure, it's credit management. Mm-hmm. What are the latest in credit granting policies? What do we do as a credit manager? If you come hmm. into my office and say, I need to borrow $10,000, I want an open line of credit for twenty-five dollars or $30,000. Well, we have to come to some kind of agreement. We have to come to some kind of, with, with my team, we decide exactly how much credit we can grant you. Mm-hmm. Now we want to make sure that at the end of the day, you'll be able to live up to that agreement and pay us back. So, of course, you have have an opening revolving account, you take all the product, and then we don't hear from you for six months and you never pay anything. So how do we how do we have a better credit granting policy to prevent that from happening, number one? Number two, if it does happen, how do we have a better uh, collections procedure? How do we go about getting that money faster into our office? Now, was this primarily thinking about the credit collection companies or is this just for any business, any business, just that kind of thing? No, all business, because most of the delegates attending are credit managers. They're certified credit professionals right, okay. with the Credit Institute. Institute of Canada. They could be working for companies like Finning. They could be working for companies like Rogers or Telus. They could also be working for equipment companies, finance, banks, whatever. doesn't matter. All lines of work. What happens is they all have one common denominator. They're credit managers right. and they're granting credit of some, of some sort. And they're all in the same boat. What do we do when we go and get paid? And it's one of the biggest things that we talked about at these conferences. So um, a lot of the breakout sessions may not have gone down that road, but when we all get to meet and network with each other, especially in the sponsor's room, right. we talk about That's the things. thing everyone's talking about. They say, what is it that you're doing it seems to work for you in Alberta? Is it working for you in Ontario? We both rent out big equipment. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, it is. No, it's not. Well, what is working? So let's try this. Right. Okay. And and at the end of the day, uh, it it seems that the answers are coming forefront, which is really good. Or you can, for resource material, if you need anything, you can always contact the Credit Institute of Canada. So what's that? What's that information that credit managers need in terms of having a process that will more likely end up in in you know getting paid back for the, the, the credit they've extended? Well, involved in credit granting policies, number one, would be a good credit application. 
And, I and find Brian's, that's Brian's talked one. about that too. It's, yeah, it's a thing, just an ongoing issue. Number one. Number one is if you have a really good credit application mm-hmm. and you give it to your, your new customer and he fills it all out and everything's there. And, of course, along with everything else in that credit granting process, credit reporting, pulling a credit portal, bank statements, getting some information from the bank. If you have all that in front of you, then you should have no problem coming up with an answer for your customer. So that credit granting process will work. What was the big takeaway? Just to wrap up, what was the, if you had, like, what was this conference about? What did you get out of it? What did Met Credit get out of it? it? The biggest thing we all took away was networking. It's rare, only every two years we all get together from across Canada. Mm. We're all pretty much in the same line of work, credit granting or collections. It's really great for all of us to get together, share ideas, find out what's going on, what's the latest in this, what's the latest in that, uh, especially when you're talking about fraud, when you're talking about bankruptcies, or when you're talking about social media. Those are all, what's what's the latest? So it's really good, and I think that's probably the biggest thing that we took away from it, as far as the delegates and I am concerned. Um, also, I think one of the biggest things that MedCredit takes away from this is uh, we always learn something by going to a national conference, uh, and we always get um, very good conversation and um, open dialogue with all our clients because a lot of the people who attend are clients of ours already. Right. And what they do is they already know who we are. They love our service. But they're always asking us questions. So they're always saying, well, what happens? This happened to me the other day, Dave. This happened to me. How is it the Met Credit can help now? You've always helped us in the past. So that was one of the really good things I took away from it. I was approached by many, many, many clients and asking me all different kinds of questions. And it was, it's very rewarding when you, when you have an answer. And uh, you're also backed by the kind of company I am. Thanks to Dave Hopkins, VP of Business Development at MetCredit, for sharing his experiences at the Credit Institute of Canada's National Credit Conference. You can catch us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at MetCredit. You can also visit our blog at blog.metcredit.com. We'd love to hear from you. Subscribe, like, or review, or share the podcast with a friend or colleague. You can reach us through the website at metcredit.com. Overdue Advice is the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. Thanks for listening. I'm Andrea Schwabe. You run a business, you're successful. You don't wait for things to happen. You make them happen. So why aren't you collecting what's owed to you? The longer you wait, the less chance you'll ever see a cent. <laughs> so call Met Credit. We're your local debt recovery team, serving businesses of all sizes since 1973. And don't worry, we play nice. We're here to uphold your reputation and relationships. And speaking of nice, if we don't collect, you don't pay. Zero risk. Get to know us for when you need us at metcredit.com.